and welcome to the Podcrastination Podcast with me, Lizzie, and my good friend, Andy. We are so sorry there wasn't an episode last week, but we got so engrossed in Christmas that we just didn't get round to recording, ironically. But we're here this week and we're looking back over some of the things that we did achieve in 2020. So enjoy and thank you for listening. Hello, Andy. How are you? Hi, Lizzie. I'm good, thank you. How are you? How was your Christmas? Um, Yeah, I'm really good. I had a very nice Christmas. It was a lot quieter than I would have liked, but I think that's the same for for everybody, really. Yeah, level playing field, I think, for everyone this Christmas. Mine was very similar, very much quieter than usual, but I guess it's still nice to just relax, take the different time to, uh, well, have an excuse to eat, drink and be a bit merry. Yes, I was hoping to get a few days uh, away, sort of out of Manchester, out of my flat and see family. And unfortunately, because the rules changed I only got one day with my family but it was just the best day my niece is 19 months old and she really enjoyed opening all my presents for me and I just absolutely <laughs> loved watching her and then watching her play with her toys she's so clever like they pick up stuff so much and she's talking now and so that was just the best present that I could have asked for this year so it's been really really lovely and then since I got back um, I've just been chilling out um, I've done a lot of walking. We had some snow here in Manchester as well. So I've very much enjoyed having a snow day. Good. Um, I love it. So Christmas is no matter what, whether there's a pandemic or not, Christmas is very much about the children, really, about the kids, right? So seeing your, your niece light up with presents, that's only going to get more magical, I guess. I've got a, a three-year-old niece and this year has felt the the most, even from through FaceTime only. And, and we went for walks, distance walks through the, uh, the local park stuff like that and it just yeah it's nice to see them light up isn't it it's uh, yeah it's so cute yeah really cute and we've had a bit of snow too can I say something controversial go on I'm not a fan what <laughs> I know I know and, right you so you've been posting on Instagram some amazing pictures of your dog playing in the snow he yep. looks like he's having the best fun how how do you not love like being outside with him playing in the snow right he loves it and years gone by it's right I don't know how to really put this because when you have a dog playing in the snow that's fine but then you've got to get him home and get him baffed and, and all of this jazz and extra palaver and I'm sure it's similar with kids and I don't have kids but you know we'll not try and alienate people too soon into this episode yeah I love looking at the snow but normally it gets in the way of getting to work getting to somewhere that you need to be we were due to actually go and, and distance visit some people and, and stuff like that and it blocked the roads around here for a little while so that all got cancelled and I, I don't know it was just a controversial then it turns to ice and you slip everywhere and again the dog element comes in because there's lots of dog walks okay well I loved it I got my walking boots on my big fluffy coat on I well I was gonna say but it's not as if we we're going anywhere but obviously it has you were trying to go somewhere and it has stopped you from from getting there because normally it's a pain isn't it when you're trying to get to work and the roads are blocked or people just can't drive in these conditions and then the public transport is hammered and so that is that's the excuse that I didn't have this year in terms normally it's work and this year it very much would not 
not have been an excuse having worked from home for the last nine months. So, a sn- you know, I can't get into the office, i.e. my bedroom, because it snowed, just wouldn't have washed. But luckily I was off. But yeah, it was it was just one of those things. I was due to meet up with people that I work with and, and haven't seen for months and months. And I got a, a video from one of them that was uh, stranded on a slip road because the ice had taken over the cars and, and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, the one day, I mean, I've, I've had a long time to arrange this meetup and the one day ice and snow just gets in the way. You are grumpy, grumpy old man. We've, we've established that already. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're much happier when you're in your espadrilles and your trilby. Oh, now you're talking. I mean, spring will soon be upon us. Well, we've had the shortest day. So I think now don't quote me on this because I don't know where I've got this fact from. I think we gain four minutes of daylight every day. I think it's something very similar. Now, I was going to make innuendo jokes about this at one point, and then I couldn't find the right facts of how long it would be, so I just left it. But (laughs) I think it's very much, it was either like 90 seconds up to four minutes, and I couldn't work it out. Yeah, so we're going four four minutes of daylight until the 21st of June. Yeah, perfect. When when it goes downhill again. Perfect. And obviously, I will find many ways to use that extra daylight to the best of my ability. Naturally, I mean, why wouldn't I? Been spending that running, have you, Andy? I wondered when this was going to come up. <laughs> um, I, I didn't hide it's that well, been, did I? It's been the holidays. You've been allowed some time off. I'm, I'm not going to grill you about whether you've continued to run after your one run a couple um, of weeks ago. I can't lie. It's still, I'm still at one. I mean, it's quite a success. You know when they say, you know, end on a high, things like that. I started, it did well. I didn't suffer too many ill effects from it. I enjoyed it, which was the main thing. And um, yeah, I, I realised why taint that. <laughs> and, and 2020 on a high. Yeah, exactly. Did you go for a Christmas run? I did. I ran on Christmas Day. I ran, I think it was 12 and a half kilometres. Um, and were there the uh, the nods from... There uh, were. Yeah, office? there was quite a few people out. And it was a really, it was really cold, yeah. crisp cold day, but it was beautiful. Not a cloud in the sky. I'll tell you what happened though. You will not believe this. So you have been been teasing me with this little gem for a few days now so I'm excited 2020 right we all know 2020 has not been the best always I really feel like on Christmas day the cherry to the 2020 cake I filled my car up with all the gifts that I had for my family. I have a full face of makeup on. I've done my hair nice. I'm wearing a nice outfit. I'm all ready to drive the 30 miles to my sister's house to spend Christmas Day there. Would my car start? (gasps) I'm guessing no. No, it would not start. None of my neighbours had any jump leads. The battery was completely flat and the wait time for the RAC was four hours. My goodness. How I kept my cool in all of this, I have no idea, but I just laughed. I was like, you can't make this up. Of all the days for something like that to happen. And I'd used the car the day before because I'd been to fill up with petrol to make sure that I was ready to go for the following day. And it had been absolutely fine. It had not given me any indications that the battery was going. I guess you just, it's one of those things you just never know. But... No, thankfully, I kept my cool and I problem solved quickly. And one of my very, very good friends and actual 
lifesaver, Christmas angel, I'm going to call him. He lent me his car. Amazing. So I, I um, ran over to their house, thankfully. It's just like 10 minutes down the road from mine. And yes, got the loan of a car for the, for the day. So, I mean, you just cannot make that stuff up, can you? That's that's one of the most 2020 stories I have actually heard this year. So um, Christmas 2020 goes down in memory for many reasons. Yes, but, you know, we are not going to dwell on all the bad things from this year. We nope. are going to do something a little bit different in this week's podcast. We're going to look back over the last 12 months and notice some of the things that we've achieved during this time, some of the great things that we've accomplished. Because I don't know about you, Andy, but I, I have had some real highlights this year as well. It's been There's been a lot to pick out, I think. So it's been a strange one, been different. Yeah. It's not been all bad. We've still, well, I've still achieved some things and I'm really proud of some things that have happened this year. So I was kind of reflecting the other day on some of the good things that have happened to me and the things that I'm really grateful for. And I think it's just important to remember that, you know, as well, because it could be so easy to just write it off as if it didn't happen. And nobody wants to feel like they've wasted a year. No, no, I think you're absolutely spot on. And there are 365 days that we've all got through as well. So there are great achievements and I'm looking forward to seeing what you uh, are thankful for and what you're happy that you've achieved this year. But the main achievement is that in the strangest year many of us have experienced, we are making it through day by day. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And actually that's one of the things that I'm really, really grateful for is my health and my home because as much as I have moaned at times about being stuck in, in my little flat and calling it the prison, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm lucky that I have somewhere warm and dry and comfortable and somewhere safe to have played this out because for a lot of people they're not as lucky to have that. So true. Good one to start with as well. It is good to appreciate what you've got around you at these times lucky that I'm in good health as well and that seems to have served me well across the year and I think it's really important to sort of remember that and to not take that for granted. You trying to get me healthy in this time as well is also a big thank you uh, and a big positive for me because it's uh, it's very much appreciated and, and there will be a second run to come so hopefully <laughs> the health element will continue. Well you're, you're not unhealthy though are you? I mean there's a lot that I could divulge where my diet is the matter for probably another podcast as, as something I've been putting off or a routine diet I've been getting into this year I'm just blaming it on 2020. <laughs> Another takeaway. Well, it is 2020. Sure. <laughs> it's more the amount of hummus, I think, that I consume. And it's... Uh... Well, as a vegan, I would say that my body composition is about 98% hummus. Love that. I think that's why we're friends as well. This Sharing a mutual appreciation of hummus. There's it. <laughs> So um, what about you? What have, what's been one of your highlights or achievements from 2020? I'll be honest, it's, it's more of a strange sort of one that this year's allowed everyone to level the playing field a bit, to reset. And, you know, as, as you know, and as everyone knows, Zoom has become a massive thing. And, and work-wise, it's not been something that has been easy for people to get used to as, you know, changing environments, stuff like that. But 
when you hear people who you work with whose dogs are also barking in the backgrounds, you know, these things would never happen in a work environment. I feel like everyone's just now relaxed a bit more that actually we're all human. So whatever position you're at, wherever you're at in life, all of these things, when you go into an office, sometimes there's a hierarchy, sometimes there's poster syndrome in certain professions. And you actually then realize that everyone goes home now. There is actually a person behind the people that you put on a pedestal. Or So for me, it's that this has completely leveled out. Everyone's just reset and you look at someone as, as a person now and then the work bit comes in after. Yeah, I think as well, you know, you've seen that with a lot of celebrities as well. Normally you would see somebody going on some lavish holiday or falling out of some fancy nightclub, you know, yeah, yeah. eating in fancy restaurants. And, you know, these are plastered all across Instagram and none of that's happened. Everybody has had to do the same thing. Everybody's had to stay at home. Yeah. And that just, again, it just puts us all on, on that level playing field and, and actually makes you realise, I think, what is most important in life. And it isn't necessarily all these material things that we're so used to. I think that's a good message. And it's true. And there's been a, bo- a lot more honesty in that respect. So as you've alluded to, the, the celebrities that are normally the people that you can aspire to or that you, you'd want to be living their life sometimes, they're posting that they're also sat at home binging on food and watching Netflix. And you go, well, I'm doing the same. I'm practically living a celebrity lifestyle this year. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, My so. bougie celeb lifestyle yeah. while I sit in my slippers. and <laughs> It's not pipe and slippers, really, is it? Anymore? <laughs> That's the usual saying. So is there something else then, Lizzie, that you feel you've achieved this year or a positive you want to take from it? Yeah, so I, I was sort of thinking back over some of the things that I did this year. And I think, you know, we need to remember that for January, February and half of March, things were normal and we were going about our day we had absolutely zero idea of the situation that was about to unfold. It feels like a lifetime ago, but I'd completely forgotten some of the things that I'd actually done at the beginning of the year. I almost felt like they happened in a different decade or something. So kind of one of the things I look back on and I was sort of grateful for and happy for was I went out in January with a good friend of mine and we ate tacos and drank margaritas and we went dancing. I mean, can you remember what it was like to go into a club? But that happened this year you know I did go dancing at some point and I was just looking back at some photos from that night and it and it made me smile it was a good night that sounds ideal it sounds like something that we'd all dream of right now and I'm not sure I can profess that it's happened for me this year actually no it has January it is true so I've I've got a similar experience from January I believe there was a birthday night out but I agree it feels like a lifetime ago and you do forget that we had those blissful months or two months where it felt like normality was upon us or you didn't even feel it because it wasn't you didn't know what to expect no you didn't you just lived in the moment because we had no idea the apocalypse was coming that's very true very true and what a different world we live in now but a good one. And we're taking those positives. We're going to keep focusing on that. So I, I, I think that's a really good thing. Focus on what you did at the start. and Yeah. And uh, so that was January. And then at the end of January, beginning of February, I went to Dubai. So one of my best mates is living out in Dubai. So I was lucky enough to get some traveling in this year and to get some sunshine. And so again, like I'm just really, really grateful that I had that opportunity and that I got to see him as well, because, you know, it's been really, really challenging 
challenging for him to be living in a foreign country away from his friends and family. He hadn't been there very long before all the lockdown happened and he was basically in isolation in his flat in a foreign country. I think he's probably grateful that I was able to go out there. Obviously, I'm a gift. He was <laughs> but, you know, that he did have, and I know he had some other friends that went out at the beginning of the year as well, so that he probably held on to onto that time with us whilst... Whilst we could. Yeah, whilst obviously like spending the summer not being able to <clears throat> come back to the UK. So are you, you're essentially saying that earlier in the year you were living a celebrity lifestyle anyway with trips to Dubai <laughs> and... Yeah. I know I realize now as I say all of this stuff obviously I'm I'm trying to be grateful and to show my gratitude but it does sound like I'm just boasting about all the amazing things I've done. So you you did you said two things about when I when I mentioned about a level playing field you said celebrities normally are coming out at nightclubs and they're going off on holidays and two of the things that you did earlier in the year before everything got shut down was stagger out of a nightclub and go on a holiday. Wait till I tell you what the next thing is then. I'm not sure I'm ready for this, but go on. The last gig I went to, live gig, do you remember going to see live music? You mean it's not all on Facebook and, and TikTok and that's where live music is now, apparently? Yeah, exactly. It's it's just not the same, is it? Like I was in the Ritz in Manchester. The sweat was dripping off the <laughs> ceiling. I was crammed shoulder to shoulder with my fellow Mancunians. I was at the Blossoms album launch, which was at the beginning of the year so I was with some good friends I've seen Blossoms loads of times I think they're brilliant and that was that was the last gig that I live gig I went to but that was this year amazing do you know um the the sweat that was at the top of the writ ceiling wasn't just from that night that's that's an accumulation in that room over the yeah, year a corona breeding ground that, that is. Was one. yeah many a gig many an enjoyable gig has left its mark there on that ceiling yes but that was a good night I again it's like I was living in the moment and I didn't know that that was going to be my last gig of 2020 but I still enjoyed absolutely every minute and I've got those amazing memories of being with my friends and enjoying one of our favourite pastimes which is gigs and festivals. That's amazing. It does sound strange to like I guess we normally get to this time of year and and praying for the festival season you know that sort of stuff in a normal in a normal year the winter is the time when and as you've said already I love my espadrille season my trilby hat I am a spring, summer, sunshine child. And it just, as much as I do like a bit of wrapping up every now and again, you're always longing for the the summer days, well, I am anyway, and spending it with friends and all the things that we used to take for granted. I think one of the things, another thing I'm really thankful for, speaking of friends in that respect, is the amount of friendships that have been cemented even more by checking in on, you know, it's been a tough year on a lot of people and our friendship is something I heavily value and it's led to this. But you get a tech from someone or I happily check in with friends and reach out you know someone's maybe posted something that looks like they're a bit down or you're just checking in generally but it's happened more and more and maybe sometimes in previous years we're all guilty of sort of not doing as much of that well we we would always sort of catch up every now and again but I guess we'd be busy and life would get in the way and it might be a few months apart but probably exchanging a few text messages but the phone calls were probably less frequent whereas this year I mean you been a great we've, company we've, for me and when I've needed a, a lunchtime moan <laughs> you've been at the end of the phone yeah I mean if anyone from either of our works is listening it has actually been a lunchtime moan it's not been during work hours so 
sometimes you just need it that somebody's annoyed you in the in the day or over the course of it and you've got to let that out can't keep that inside yeah well I was furloughed so I wasn't skiving off <laughs> yes okay there is that yeah and sometimes you still just need a lunchtime moan and and vent yeah you were you were great company for me and so I'm very grateful and we've we chatted a lot about actually getting our arse in gear and and starting this podcast and here we are we're doing it absolutely and just because everyone else started one back in March doesn't mean that we're behind the times back in December when we've kicked this off good things come to those who wait exactly everyone's been waiting all year for this quality content and they can keep waiting on some quality content (laughs) But uh, that friendship thing is another thing that I'm grateful for. So back in sort of March, April time, we did get some good weather and it was nice and sunny. It was really warm. And I would go outside and sit in the car park of my apartment with my neighbour, who also happens to be one of my good friends. And we would set our deck chairs out two metres apart from one another. And we would sit in the car park soaking up the sun. We would follow the sun around. So we were never in the shadow of the trees. Um, and we enjoyed many a glass of Prosecco during that time. And, you know, it was just really simple. It makes you realise that actually just that connection and those friendships and those people were the things that were the most important during that, you know, lockdown period where it was all so new to us all. Yeah. What you've got to remember, I guess, is as well, as weird as everything feels now, we've got through that strangeness of an initial three week national lockdown, then everything that's happened since. Longer than three weeks, wasn't it? The, the initial bit was started, and then they extended again by three weeks. And each time you sort of had to make best. And, and that's been the year, you know, you've made the best of whatever situation has happened. And now we're fully, you know, months into the tier system around the country. It's um, it's great to have those memories where you've actually made the best of something with a friend. And you were in the car park. It yeah. wasn't all glam. If you thought that I was living some sort of celebrity showbiz lifestyle when I was in Dubai, well, I was cr- came crashing down to earth when I'm sunbathing next to the Biffa bins. Yeah. Biffa bins, shout out Biffa. And it's that sort of thing where actually it's great to just have that time with a friend and it doesn't matter where you are. None of this, whether it's been a text, whether it's been a call, whether it, you've actually been able to physically see someone even from a distance, the checking in is the thing, the cementing the friendship, the moments that you can remember. I think that's why it's been a little bit harder over the last couple of months because it's freezing cold it's dark at four o'clock even though Lauren lives two flats below me we can't hang out all day like we used to because well one we're both working now but also you know we're not going to go and sit out in the car park in the cold and so that connection's gone so it is a lot tougher this second time around in the winter time I think yeah and you know being a fair weather car park dweller as you are I feel that that's very wise to not sit around and and risk your immune system sat in the car park. No, but that's where with so many calls on WhatsApp and text messages and just checking in with friends, you know, still got so much of that. I um, We're recording on New Year's Eve Eve, we are. which is a night that I normally go out with a group of girlfriends. We've done this for the last sort of five years or so, I think. And obviously tonight we can't do that. We all live now we all used to live in Manchester and now we're all sort of spread out across the country. So that would have been more difficult anyway. But we are still going to do our New Year's Eve celebration. New Year's Eve Eve? Did I say Eve that? Eve, yeah. 
Eve Eve celebrations and have a little drink together over WhatsApp. Um, so I'm looking forward to that later tonight. Amazing. So by the time everyone's listening to this, the hangover should have should have cleared for you then. I, I do hope so, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Just checking. It's, it's, it's good. <laughs> if I'm still hungover on Tuesday, be something desperately wrong. I mean, why why wouldn't you start the new year with a hangover? Most people do. It lend you know, lends itself at the moment. Everyone's saying it's the betwixtmas, isn't it? It's the bit in between Christmas and New Year and nobody knows what day it is. Nobody knows what time it should be or whether you're allowed to start drinking still in the day and the whole 2020 rule is still in effect. You're allowed to do whatever you want and blame it on that. Yeah. So just enjoy and and this is it. And if, if you can take the traditions that you normally have and put a 2020 twist on it, i.e. do it via WhatsApp or Zoom or however, then those are the those are the things that you can still enjoy together. Those are the things don't have to be cancelled. Exactly. So yeah, we're looking forward to making the most of that. Sounds good. So what else have you loved or achieved this year? Is it is it wrong of me to include TikTok in uh, in this being thankful for? And I know there's some embarrassing moments put up on there but it it feels like at the very start of lockdown the back in march when none of us knew what was happening or what we were doing i had my commute time shall we say and at that time i was still very much into a normal pattern of work so not like now where as i said last week i i maybe savor the extra time in bed i was getting up and feeling like i had some extra time and i need to get back into that mindset but at the same time it gave me something to focus on and each day I would try and create just it was literally a 15 second video of some sort of voiceover and usually a friends related one and then I'd post that onto Instagram and the reaction that you'd get from friends was actually more that it was helping them and as soon as I got that reaction from a couple of people of saying you've given me a little bit of of a laugh you know I've laughed at your expense essentially for 15 seconds I I loved that that to me was a, a real benefit of just being able to I don't know enjoy a bad situation or give someone a little bit of hope to their day and that's what it's all about it's just about having a bit of fun yeah and having a laugh and yeah you definitely put a smile on my face with your tiktok so i'm very grateful that you did those i appreciate that but i don't think the world was ready for my nsync dancing or anything along those lines they didn't ask for that but at least it made people laugh at the very least you know was this perhaps the things that you were doing when you should have been doing something else i should this was a full TikTok is a full procrastination app. Let's not pretend it's anything other than something you can get lost in. You can you can't just go on there and go. I'm just going to spend two minutes on here, or, or that you no, get lost. It is the black hole. Two minutes is you need to set aside at least twenty minutes. Oh, what I need to do is set a parental advisory thing on my phone so that it stops it after two minutes. I think that would be safer. Yeah, I am forever getting into a TikTok black hole. And then I download all my favourite ones and just send them to various groups of friends. And yeah, they must just get sick of me sending these silly videos all the time. But what was was funny was that at the start, TikTok was very much something people were unsure of. And it was hilarious when people sort of then started getting into it and on the bandwagon because people like you and I were sending lots of random ones to people. And they were like, oh, where can I find all of this? 
funny content. You were such a trendsetter. You were down with the kids. I, I mean, for the one time in the last so many years, it's it's happened. And then I soon got overtaken again by the kids and by everyone else. But that's fine. Well, I think you're a proper influencer. I think I joined TikTok because of you. I mean, that's that's it. I'm done. That is 2020 made right there. Oh, yeah. I just remembered we did the, um, the lip sync battles. Those are big highlights for me. We challenged each other to have a sort of diva off. We need uh, to bring that back. I was going to hesitantly say, and I feel that we should return with one. Comments and suggestions at Podcrastination Pod on Instagram, please. But um, yeah, definitely feel like our... It was Whitney Houston, wasn't it? That was the first one. And we did Celine Dion. Celine Dion. And then I think you've added some extra divas in there that I never got round to. So I, I feel it's due. Yeah, I did a chair. But I feel like we maybe need like a Lady Gaga or... Sure. Um, why didn't we do i mean it's just been christmas why didn't we do mariah oh okay um if tiktok's still around next christmas we'll accompany next year's christmas special with uh tiktok with a special deep mariah diva challenge tiktok deal deal done i like that so i think i've got away with with calling tiktok a uh, a positive from 2020 a tiktok achievement yeah so i have basically just said that i've got a, only a tiny small amount of dignity left and that's that's an achievement for me so let's go back to you anything that you are really positive about that we can take from 2020 yeah i mean we were joking about running before in in your time this is practically a running podcast now because you know we've both been for run uh, hey, no hang on I I've been for a run you've been for runs once I've done one more it's a running podcast <laughs> this year I've run further than I could have ever imagined Amazing. so in January I decided that I was going to run the Manchester Marathon this year was 10 years since my mum died and I wanted to do something that would honour her I wasn't doing it for charity or anything like that I just well somebody had been trying to get me to do a marathon for ages and I kept saying no 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 can't you know can't be bothered with all the training I just I needed something to latch on to to give me that motivation and sort of marking 10 years since we lost my mum and, and doing something in her memory was something that was really important to me so in January I started training and I trained in the cold and the wet in January in February and then all through March as well and the marathon was supposed to happen I think the first week of April it was and it was cancelled three weeks before the event and I think I'd got up to 22 miles in my training. So, you know, you're pretty much there by the time you get to three weeks before the event. And to say I was devastated <laughs> when it was cancelled is a bit of an understatement. But then I just thought, you know what? No, like I loved running. I just got the bug. So I can't profess to know at what level of marathon training you get to three weeks before the event. But I can say 22 miles does sound like an incredible incredible achievement even before and I, and I can totally understand that you would get the bug if you were building up to that because it's not like you can just well I definitely can't just go out from here and go right I've never done a, a run I'm going to run 22 miles you've got to have put in the effort yeah it was like a gradual build up to that point at the beginning of the year I was doing 5k's and 10k's and then each week you just add a little bit more on there to get to that point and 22 was the max that I was going to do before the marathon and then you go into marathon and do the 20 26.2 miles which I've not I've not got up to yet because I don't want to do my first marathon until it's at an event and yeah. I've got people cheering me over the line because I'm a glory hunter 
<laughs> and and fair we're so we've got Fairweather Car Park Dweller and Glory Hunter. These are the achievements <laughs> that we've we've got. Running was so it just became so much more and I am evangelical about it and I know I wang on about it all the time. But it's become meditative. When you put that sort of training in, it does become a lot easier. Now it's not easy running for sort of three or four hours. I still find that really hard and really painful. I'm sure if people are doing marathons all the time, that they, they get used to that too. But I can run for an hour, two hours now and, and it not feel painful. I've got to a point where I really enjoy that distance and I'm able to go out and just totally switch off I'm in the moment I listen to podcasts some of my best slash worst ideas come to me while I'm running and I just say it feels really meditative and it's brought me so much calm and I think it's like a discipline as well to, to go out there and do it and to stay focused on it the whole point of this podcast is that we can't commit and stay focused <laughs> on anything and how many projects have we started and then not seen through but with this it's stuck with me all year and I had three weeks off when I got injured in November I hurt my foot yeah and I mean that was I found that really tough having three weeks off running but apart from that I've run sort of three four times a week all year that is an achievement that's a big achievement and I I remember those three weeks where you were unable to run and it was it, it felt it felt like something had been taken away from you it's only then that I think you probably realized the impact that running had had on you this year people say it all the time you know about how good it is for your mental health and just cemented that for me absolutely I I need it now I yeah. rely on it it's time for me it's positive it makes you feel good if you have not tried running before like I just you know it's why I keep wanging on about it to you because it does make you feel really good once you get over that initial painful hurdle <laughs> <laughs> well it did it did I did get that rush of endorphins afterwards I did get the uh, idea of how almost meditative med- that's, I mean, that's a word. Yeah, sure. Meditative, it can be whilst you're out there. And but, you get the runner's high. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's something we can all aspire to. Just, yeah, I, I can't profess to have done anything long enough to have achieved any sort of nod of approval or, I don't know, wink or badge or badge of honour, whatever you want to call it, anything. Running is definitely something that's been great for you this year. And like you say, it's been a part of your year in general. So when you can look back on it, you can take it as a massive positive and a, and a lot of people will be maybe going into it as part of a new year's resolution which i can't profess i've ever been good at keeping but if someone is looking to get out there running use lizzie as your example and it can be a big positive if you keep at it keep going i've I'm presumed that you've had other people that or a community somewhere as well that maybe you encourage you like you are with me yeah quite a few of my friends were runners anyway so we and like i said it was a friend of mine that was pushing me to do the marathon in the first place but a lot of people have taken up running during the lockdown and and during this year so now I get lots of friends asking me for tips or got one friend she started out having never run at all and now she's doing 15 kilometers and she's showing me up and she's like oh I really want to do a half marathon and oh when will I when can I do this distance or how much rest do I need to have between you know and I'm like I don't know the answers to this but it's it's great to have people that I can talk to about it and get equally as excited about we um always screenshotting our our runs and our times to each other and and sharing what we've done each day a little bit of friendly competition maybe not at all starting to sound like a cult that you're trying to get me into one run at a time just Just yeah i mean i'm I'm sure it'd be a lovely lovely commune to be part of 
I'm going to stop excuses. I, I'm going to be honest. The whole snow thing as well added to my list of excuses to get out for the run. And I know that's completely devoid of, of any meaning. I will admit I have not run in the snow. I would fall over and break my neck, I think. Level playing field, am I right? <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned then that you're not very good at sticking to New Year's resolutions. So are you going to set yourself any goals? Are you going to set any resolutions? Like what are you looking forward to next year? Right. So because I am rubbish at New Year's resolutions, I've blogged about New Year's resolutions in the past. And I guarantee if I went back to them now, I would laugh at myself for even thinking I would have achieved any of them. Or I would think, oh, wow. So six years on, you're still trying to complete that. This podcast has had a positive effect on me already. And one of the things that came up a few weeks ago was bring it on 2021. Woo! I think we should, we should definitely use Bring It On 2021 as more of a motivational power tool rather than New Year's resolutions. Let's try something different. Each week, just suggestions of stuff that we can stop putting off. And this is what this podcast is about. We are looking to improve our productivity, get rid of the procrastination. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm similar to you. Like, I don't really set resolutions every year, but I do do goal setting and set intentions. I think that's really good for sort of reframing your mindset sometimes as well, because we can get in this trap of being on the hamster wheel of life and not feeling like you're going anywhere whereas if you just take a bit of stock and you think about what is most important to you and what do you want to achieve it helps you to focus on actually getting those things something that i've read a lot about in terms of getting more productive is list making and obviously i am i do feel like i'm better when i make lists and stuff like that goal setting is high up there writing down your your intentions another thing that will absolutely just cement it in your mind I mean that's one thing that I've really learned about myself recently is just how important a list is to me as well I got back from seeing my family on Christmas day and I sort of moped around on boxing day because that's the day for it yeah because I wasn't with my family anymore and although I'd had this great day I was like oh sad that it was only a day and I didn't get more time with them so I vegged on the sofa I napped most of the day I drank a bottle of wine you know it's fine to have days like that but it made me feel a bit meh and a bit lethargic afterwards as well before I went to bed I wrote a list of stuff that I was going to do the following day and then when I got up in the morning I started working through that list and it was just like boring things like housework and things that needed doing I needed to get the battery replaced in my car and just that physical thing of ticking something off is so satisfying and also just having the day planned out especially at this time where it's that weird bit between Christmas and New Year and nobody quite knows what's going on it just gave me a bit of structure I think that's a good that's a great way to describe it because actually as well rewarding ticking off those things so you get a a good sense of achievement you get a a good sense of purpose when you've completed a list but I often find that once I've maybe ticked two or three things off a list I'm like yeah I can enjoy a long lunch or a film now or you know and then you but you've got to have that commitment to continue that list and and the list would help with that if it's staring at you I mean what what have we become where you know I thought I'd live this crazy rock and roll lifestyle but now mm-hmm. I get excited over a list fine there is definitely a celebrity lifestyle still in there somewhere we, we've absolutely uh, established that but this year has just maybe dampened it out a little it was starting off rock and roll and now it's come back down to All normal I, life is a list. I have a fresh new journal off of Christmas 
Yeah, that's right. Mon- monogrammed. Big shout out to the wife there for a lovely present. So that is the start of my Bring It On 2021. I will be setting some goals for this podcast as well. And hopefully we can use this as a big platform to say, let's all achieve some positives from the year ahead, no matter what it brings. But we've just looked back on 2020. But it's another year where we need to to have a, a focus and a goal. And day by day, that is perfectly fine. If your list changes day by day, that's not a problem. Okay, then, Andy. So for next week, shall we both set some goals? I like this. And then that gives us something to discuss each week on this podcast to see whether we're actually achieving these goals or whether we are letting things get in the way. I feel this is one thing we've recorded. This is episode four. So we had a week off from recording, thankfully, to enjoy some time off. Let's just be honest, we procrastinated and we put it off longer than we should. Yeah, we we both avoided messaging each other, I think, because we were probably both just enjoying not having to think too much about anything about anything and I'm not sure I could have thought about anything I was I'd eaten too much food or just enjoyed a lie-in for too long or watched absolute nonsense on the tv and that doesn't help the mind yeah I'll be honest Andy I would have loved this bit the recording bit the talking to you bit but Mm. I was like there is no way I want to spend three hours editing a podcast no no that's not a merry Christmas is it so I I have enjoyed not staring at a computer screen all day I am very much up for setting some goals and it can be there can be weekly additions to this. Naturally, if we're trying to tick off 26 things when we get halfway through the year, they may not be conducive to a productive lifestyle, but let's let's see. They can flex and change, but yeah, I think it would be good for us to have some intentions to focus on and to help keep each other on track as well. I like that. That's good. Does mine can mine start with maybe going for a second run? Absolutely. See. By the end of 2021, you are going to be a fellow evangelical runner. I don't quite have to get to marathon levels by the end of 2020. No, no. Okay. It, it doesn't have to be crazy distances. Go out for 20 minutes every day. like Every day? God, these are goals, aren't they? These are real goals. Okay, well, it doesn't have to be every day, but you know, it doesn't, you, you don't have to be... No, no, no. You've set, you've set the bar now, apparently. <laughs> by the end of the year, 2022, I'm, I'm literally running into 2022. Well, I'm, I think I'm going to take on the red challenge. So if you've not heard of the red challenge, it's run every day I like in January. That. And a lot of people do it for charity, but I'm just going to do it as a way to kind of keep on track and keep motivated. I'm not going to be doing crazy long distances because I don't want to get injured again. But just to even go out for 15 minutes, 20 minutes every day, but I'm going to try and run every day during January. I think that's a great goal. So mine's ever so slightly easier then. I need to just continue and go for that second one and me in fact mine what about one a week fine i'm happy with that goal i'm very happy with that goal and anything i do more than that will feel like a bonus point awarded okay and then we'll stop talking about running because this isn't a running podcast Thank you so much for listening. If you get a chance, please continue to rate and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us at Podcrastination Pod on Insta and at Podcast Pod on Twitter, where we'd love to hear all of your tips, tricks, and tales for all of the things you simply can't put off any longer. See you next Tuesday. Bye.